Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I was not ready, but I'm 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 excited <laughs> for a yay. I'm excited for a good yay. Um, other than that, let's just jump into it. We're doing yeah. uh, day four of this Bible app plan that we're working through. There's a link to it in the description called Rewriting Fear. I'm going to read the scripture, and then Tori is going to read the devotional. Uh, there's a few scriptures, so hang in there. The first one is 1 John 4, verse 18. Such love has no fear, because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, is it for fear of punishment? And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. The next one is John 4, verse 24. For God is spirit, so those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The next one is John 8, verse 32. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And the last one is John 14, verse 6. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Love those. And then the devotional says, Truth is a fixed thing, immovable and unchanging set into the fabric of life's reality. We can't adjust it or change it. It is not relative to each person's personal perspective. Jesus is the embodiment of truth, John 14, verse 6. His word, the Bible, is a source of truth, John 1, verse 1. And we need to worship God in spirit and in truth, John 4, verse 24. Finally, The Bible tells us that the truth sets us free. Therefore, since Jesus is truth, he sets us free. John 8 verse 32. Our enemy, the devil, is a liar and a bully. He uses fear to get us to substitute God's truth for lies and deception, to trip us up in our ability to relate to God as Jesus intends us to. When God says that all who come to him are forgiven, The devil whispers, yes, but you should have known better. God won't forgive you this time. You keep making the same mistake. Your repentance is not sincere. He sets a false perception that exists only in our minds, one based on a fear of God's rejection of us. In that moment, we begin to live with a fear that makes us insecure with God, like Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. We begin to metaphorically clothe ourselves and try to make ourselves acceptable to God, trying to earn his approval, fearing his rejection. Then the devil has succeeded in breaking our relationship with God as we no longer relate to him in spirit and in truth, but rather in insecurity and deception. We no longer feel comfortable looking at him in the eye, but rather looking down and away. In times like this, we need to train ourselves to cast away our fear and rather rely on God's truth. The perfect love of God for us and the completeness of His forgiveness is not affected by our insecurity, anxiety, or our personal feelings. When we meditate on the truth of God's word, we can say to those fearful thoughts of rejection, I don't believe you. I believe in and rely on God's truth. I benefit from what I don't deserve, and fear of God's rejection has no place in me. In that moment, fear will be driven out, 
and we will be left with God's perfect love for us, ready to live and respond to it as we should. Yeah, I feel like this devotional speaks a lot to me and that whole like fear of like God disapproving of me in a way and not actually fully grasping his redemptive power and the fact that he has actually forgiven me. It's something I was talking to a girl about this weekend at Sisterhood Conference and that just fear of not truly grasping that God has forgiven me for the things in my life that have brought upon shame. Because when you hear the lies of the enemy over and over and over, you know, speaking, you knew better like you shouldn't have done that. Like there's, there's so many other things that you could have done instead of making that choice. And the Lord saw that. And the cool thing is, is now I can be like, yes, the Lord knew that I would make that decision far before I was ever born. Like he knew that he is outside of time. And that is why Jesus had to come and die for the sins that I was going to commit. Like he knew that I was a sinner and he died while I was yet a sinner. Jesus didn't die once I got my life together. Jesus didn't die when I started going to church regularly. Jesus didn't die for when I would do ministry later on. He died when I was yet still a sinner, dead in my sins because I needed a savior. And now I get to walk in that freedom of actually fully embracing that forgiveness that he gives that we don't deserve. Yeah, I think that points to this like really common misconception that sin makes you a bad person. Mm -hmm. But in scripture, it says sin leads to death. Makes you a dead person. Sin makes you a dead person. Mm -hmm. And and so being saved doesn't make you a good person because there are saved people that do really bad things. Yeah. But 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 being saved in Christ makes you alive in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so if you're living from the oh, I'm a good person or I'm a bad person, then you're gonna dictate God's love for you on whether or not you're a good or bad person. Your behavior. But, but but God looks at you, are you alive or are you dead? Right. Are you dead in sin or are you alive in Christ? And mm-hmm. being saved by Christ makes you alive in him. Mm-hmm. And you are covered in his righteousness, not your own. His blood. You ready to pray us on out? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your truth. We thank you for Jesus who is truth, for your word that is truth. Lord, that we can hold on to truth when the enemy speaks lies into our ears. Lord, that we can combat them with our offensive and defensive weapon. Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you that through the blood of Christ, we are forgiven and redeemed and alive in Christ. We are not dead to our sins anymore, Lord. So help us stay on the path that you have set out for us. Don't let us return to our folly, Lord. We don't want to be a slave to sin. We want to be a slave to your spirit, Lord. We want every action and reaction to be obedient to you and to bring you glory, Lord. So we repent for our sins and we accept your beautiful grace that we do not deserve. So Jesus, right now we're going to open up the floor for our listeners to continue in prayer and we're going to be praying in agreement with them. So cover me in the blood and heal my open wounds. I'm desperate for 
Amen, God. Amen, God. <clears throat> Sorry if my voice is struggling, y'all. Y'all, and Chad is it has a little cough over here. Yeah. Poor thing. Lord. Allergies. Pray for that. Love mm -hmm. y'all. And we'll be talking to y'all tomorrow. Adios. <laughs>